Would you ever date a girl that chews? That chews? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I've never I've never been into into dipping myself. Right. I've, I've never gotten into that, but it's never turned me off. You know? So like, if some girl has but, a hammer in, you're like, oh, nah. she's still cute. I'd I'd bring her home. As long as she's not like spitting in my mouth or something. No, nah, she won't. She's not doing that. She's got her yeah. she's got her spit jug with Honestly, her. Honestly, like there's not a lot of women that do that. No, so that, that which is why it's a, such a curveball. It's like it would be a, a huge curveball. Yeah, and, but yeah. I'd be okay with it. Honestly, it might turn me on a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Birdwatching Podcast, where we ask chicks questions to get answers for you guys. Not today, though. We got a dude edition. I'd like I, to introduce our guest. His name's Jim McGuinn. What's going on, Jim? I'm a dude. <laughs> he it, is a, he's a, a dude. certified, certified dude. Yeah, it's certified. It's yeah. uh, it's approved, definitely mm-hmm. not by us, but um, somebody has approved it at some. Somebody point. has approved it. We'll, we'll, yeah, it's, it's been well, maybe your mother. We'll go through your mother. She, yeah, she knows. Know, <laughs> by by a few people, yeah, it's been approved. Yeah, okay, so all right. Yeah, we'll just couple, put that grade A couple, American USDA thing right. on there. Stamp it on that. Stamp knee. it on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so Jim, first thing we start out with, we do a rooster review. Rooster review. Yep. Okay. Take out a take a beverage, try it out, and then we'll give it a rating one to ten. All right. You got to give a decimal because no decimals is rookie scores. Rookie scores. We don't want to be rookies. Heck no. We're dude. beyond that. We're the, we? we're the vets. Okay. We're changing right. the podcast name to the vets. So this is what we got here, huh? <laughs> yeah. So we're trying out the uh, the Joy Bus Wow Wheat. The Joy Bus Wow Wheat. It's a it's an Arizona beer actually. Okay. It's, it's brewed by Four Peaks. Four Peaks. That's the Phoenix thing. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And I would say it's pretty comparable to like a, a Blue Moon if you've had one of those. Yeah, I've I've dabbled in that yeah. that realm. All right, let's give it a go. All right. Let's see. Knock it. And dock it. All right, baby. Mm. Yeah, you know, kind of like a, like a like a thick mouth feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of citrus in the back, you know. Right, like, right, right. No, no hop really to be to be spoken of, but just kind of, yeah, just real fruity, real yeah, yeah kind of hazy. Is this your type of beer? beer? Would you go for something like this? I would not. No, 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 no. not personally. A little too fruity but, for you. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I actually I work at a brewery down in Tucson. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, very. So cool. I'm I'm familiar with a lot of different types of beer. You want uh, you want to give them a shout out? Where do you work? Uh, Crooked Tooth Brewery down uh, six and six at uh, Tucson, Arizona. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, we don't really make beer like this. It's uh, they got a lot of sour beer, a lot of IPAs, okay. a lot of like, you know, <laughs> weird stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, this is kind of like I think this is what America's going for right now. It's oh like yeah. That light wheat beer, yeah. kind of fruity. Sort of thing. Appealing to multiple audiences for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you it, got a, a beer drinker will will definitely chug it, but you probably yeah. got some some girlies that would enjoy it too. This is definitely like a like a entry level beer. You oh know? yeah. This is like if you don't like beer, this is yeah. It tastes like orange juice or something. You know? This is the one that you steal from your dad in, in high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly like I'm at my at my buddy's house and like her. Like his mom like left a bunch of beers in the fridge, uh-huh. and uh, this is like the kind of thing like Blue Moon Shock Top, like right. that, like the back of the fridge kind of beers exactly. that you go and like sneak yeah. in the middle of the night. There's know? only like two of them left. <laughs> you and your buddy take them. Exactly, man. Yeah. All right, so it, you gotta. You I'm get... into it. It's it's okay. It's it's not something I'd ever go for, but yeah, you don't mind it though. I don't mind it. It's it's uh you got goes a, down easy. You got a rating for it? What are you thinking? <laughs> Hold on, he's got to finish it. <laughs> Get a good taste. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, babe. <laughs> 6.7. 6.7. 6.7 out of 10. All right, I'm going to give my rating now. I'm going to go like, I'm going to go 7.7. I think it's pretty good. I'm, I'm into the You're one notch beers. above me. Yeah, just, just a notch. I don't like sweet stuff too much, so that's just me. Savory over sweet. <clears throat> With beer... I like it to be kind of bitter, mm. kind of dry, you know? What is your go-to? Modelo. Modelo. Especial. Especial. That's my favorite beer of all time. So good. It's just a good, crisp, clean beer. Yep. Gives you a little kick in the ass with the bitterness, but nothing mm. too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. It's not going to overpower you. Then Coors Banquet, obviously, yeah. I, is my old standby. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. The American <sighs> beer. <laughs> if you're yep. going international, you're going to go Modelo. Yep. If you're staying in the States, we're probably going to go Coors Banquet. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm traveling, you know, if <laughs> yeah. I, I got my sunglasses on, I got my suitcase. Right. Modelo. Yep. You know, going to the rodeo, Coors Banquet. All right. There we go. So, best well, of both worlds. You hear it here first. 
the, the, the beer of Jim McGuinn, Coors Banquet. Coors and, Banquet. And Modelo, me. if he's feeling spicy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if you got sponsored by Coors Banquet down the road? That would be great. Yeah. I mean, I would love to get free beer. So any situation that would give me free beer, I'm into that. <laughs> I'm, so I'm good with that. Drop me a line, yeah. okay? I'll sign that contract. <laughs> <laughs> A little backstory on Jim. Uh, Jim is a uh, songwriter, singer-songwriter. Does a lot of country yes, music. Um, we actually met at Roadrunner. It's a saloon in, uh, where's it at, Cave Creek? New River? New River, Arizona. We met out there, had some chit-chatting. Yeah. Uh, kind of both decided that we were looking to pop off on the scene. So yeah. we decided to collab, do a podcast. It's about time, man. You <laughs> it's know, about I've time. Been, We've been, been waiting on to this. Come, yeah, I've yeah. been meaning to come up here for a long time, so it's Long time coming. Yeah, man. right on. Love it's the it, first man. time I've ever done like a little podcast interview kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah. New for me, but uh, I'm I'm enjoying it, man. It's real cool. <laughs> right on. Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, the first game we play, uh, it's called Head Scratcher. Okay. So we're going to read off five questions to you. And if you can get three out of the five correct, you get a scratch-off ticket. Ooh. It's a $10 scratch-off ticket. We'll have you scratch it off on the pod. Yeah. Um, they're trick questions, so they're kind of... Supposed to stump you? Uh-huh. Keep that in mind. Think outside the box a little bit. Okay. All right. You ready for your first one? I feel like I've seen this in some of your previous videos. <laughs> I'm going to try to. And I remember when I was watching the videos, I was yeah. like, come on. It's so easy. <laughs> but I think when you're in the hot seat, like it's yeah. harder to think outside the box. It so. gets tougher when you're actually, because yeah. I've, had, I've had tons of people like say like, oh, I've seen this bit. I yeah. know that I could crush it. I'm always getting them right away. Yeah. And then and they then come you, on the podcast and they're like, I pass. I don't know. I don't know this one. All right. Well, we'll see how you do. Let's give it a go. All right. So here's your first one. What can travel around the world while staying in a corner? Uh, a chair? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not a chair. It's a stamp. Oh, man. <laughs> travel around the world, staying in a corner. I like the corner of the letter. That's right. That's clever. Of the envelope. Yeah, it you're is clever. Some, you're using some trickery. Yeah, but now it. now you know moving forward what yeah. to expect. Okay. So we're, we're looking I'm gonna, at... I'm just, you know, full <laughs> disclosure, I'm going to fail all of these. <laughs> I already know. It makes for good content. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the content. That's man. right. Okay. All right. You ready shoot. for your second yeah, one? Yeah, shoot me. All right. Second one is, what runs all around the backyard yet never moves? Lawnmower. I mean, a lawnmower moves, so that's not. It does right. move. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give you a second guess. It's not lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the first thing that came into my my brain. Uh-huh. Uh, moves all around the yard, but never the sun runs all the way around the yard. Runs all the way like the sun. Not the, the sun. sun. <laughs> the sun <laughs> moves like. You but the know? sun does move though in the sky. Yeah, like a sundial kind of thing. You know, the sun does move. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a fence. Oh, it runs around the yard. But doesn't move? Yeah, dude. I'm I'm not. I'm not going to do this. There's your first quack. Quack. I love it. All right, here's your third one. And if you get these next three correct, you still get the scratch off. Okay. So keep that in mind. You know? We're we still in got the danger some... zone. Yeah, but we're working. We're working we're at working it. We're working towards it. All right. Success, baby. The danger zone. All right, here's your next one. Okay. Paul is six feet tall. He's an assistant at a butcher shop and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? Uh, we don't know what he weighs, right? <laughs> we do know what he weighs. We do? Yeah. Wait, say it again. Yep, I got you. Paul is six feet tall. He's an assistant at a butcher shop and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? He weighs meat. Yes, he does! Let's go. I got one. All right. Oh, now we're cooking with gas. Let's go. All right, one for three. Just got to get the next one two right. <laughs> it's not bad. In uh, in basketball, if you're shooting one for three from the three-point line, they're not going to cut you. <laughs> right. I hope nobody cuts me tonight. <laughs> All right, here's your next one. Okay. Take off my skin. I won't cry, but you will. What am I? An onion? It is an onion. <laughs> I swear I'm not. I'm not. I don't know the answers. He I'm not, not reading know the answers. <laughs> if, if you think he might, then go back to the first two questions we asked. <laughs> That'll prove to okay, you. Okay, so two, 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 two I got four. one left. And you got one left. If you get it right, you okay. get to scratch off. I, I need I need to yeah. make some money, man. I'm, I I'm believe a musician, you, yeah. so I'm broke all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. So you gotta. <laughs> this is this is his gas money to get back home to Tucson. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got I got like a quarter tank left. I don't know if I can make it back. Come on, God, please. Come on. <laughs> Jim's getting religious over here. <laughs> Friend, 
<laughs> Please, Lord, right. let me win the scratcher. Here's your last one. Yeah. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Oh, that's like philosophical. Mm-hmm. Man. This is deep. This is Socrates. That's, a deep one. Yeah. that's like <laughs> like Plato or something, <laughs> something like that. Um, uh, Aristotle. <laughs> the more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? What am I? Time. It's not time. I'll give you one more guess. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Memories. It's good guesses. It's close. It's footsteps. Uh, oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. Okay, well, at least but, I, yeah. I got. I had a fighting chance. Yeah, you so, did. You you, know. you made it interesting. We got all five done, so I appreciate that. As a songwriter, I just go to the like the the big words like memories, yeah. time, yeah, exactly, you know, heartbreak, the big sadness. words like time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, despair, misery, oh, so funny. Uh, all that good stuff. <laughs> Sad, the big word. Sadness. <laughs> Sadness. All right, well, that was Head Scratcher. We're going to move on to the next game. Uh, this game's called Ranking. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you five, uh, I guess, variables within the same subject matter. Uh-huh. And what we're doing is we're doing country artists. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to list off five to you, but I'm going to go in order. And you have to rank them one through five without hearing the next one. Oh, okay. So you're going to list off people to me and I got to rank them. Yeah, one through five. So I'm going to read you one guy, the first guy, and then you have to put them one through five, not knowing the other four. Great. Okay. Make sense? I'll do my best. Hopefully I don't <laughs> anybody over. <laughs> I don't screw anybody there over. There we go. Cut timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I don't screw anybody over because nah. there's a lot of country artists that I love. I think you'll be good. Okay. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Here's your first one. Okay. George Strait. George Strait. I'm going to have to put at number number three. Number three. I'm going to put him at number three. All right. This is why. Because. He's an amazing singer. Yeah. He's got an amazing voice. Great. But Ooh. he is not a songwriter. Oh, you don't think so? He he has written a, quite a good handful of songs. Oh, he doesn't write his all of his own songs. He doesn't write all his songs. Oh, okay. No. So he's just Most kind of the, the poster stuff, board. Poster yeah. boy. Most of the stuff that he sings is written by other people. And not to detract from that because he's an amazing vocalist. Yeah. And I think he like pioneered a certain style of country sure. music that led the way for a lot of things to come. 70s, 80s, 90s for sure. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. he he is he is the king. Yeah. Especially in Texas, you know. Oh yeah. And I don't know if I'll be able to go to Texas again after saying this, but Yeah, they might no. kill you. <laughs> <laughs> George Strait is number 3 for me because he's an amazing vocalist, but he hasn't written a lot of songs and Interesting. Uh, I think like for me it's like the songwriting is half of it, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. To be able to sing really well but also be able to write songs I think on the opposite yeah. spectrum, the the guy who would be polar opposite of George Strait would be like Bob Dylan, exactly, or like Willie Nelson, writing songs. Fantastic for storytellers, fantastic writers, but probably not the best voice, not the best singer, no, in the which world. is fine. Which is no, great. no hate on those guys either. Hey, but if if I could write a song that somebody like wanted to sing, yeah. and like took it to the top of the charts, yeah, I would be Cheers. over the moon. Yeah. I would love that. We're happy with that. I I I. I just want my songs to be heard by people, no matter who's singing it. You know? Right. So George Strait is gonna be number three for me because I I bet you got some bangers coming I, up. I do have some bangers, so, and I think I think you actually played it right. I thought you were gonna go like, well, safe bet. I'm gonna put him at one because I don't know who's coming next. No, 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 no he's no. not gonna be one for me. All right, George Strait. Much respect, but you know, yeah, there's, right. there's other things. There, going on. There's four more. We still got All four right. more to list off. This next one, you might you might give me some shade because not I wouldn't necessarily say country singer, but it's too applicable not to say. Okay. Your second one is the birds. <laughs> My grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give him, I, a little, give him a little backstory the, though. The truth has to come out at some yeah, point. Uh, right. My grandfather is uh, Roger McGlynn of Hey-o. the Birds. They were uh, big. Like a big deal back in the 60s. They yeah. had a few number one hits. They met the Beatles. They met Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. You know, they hung out the Rolling Stones. They were they were a big deal at the time. For sure. And uh, in 1968, they did a country album called Sweetheart of the Rodeo. And uh, so that's kind of what put them in the country music sphere. There we go. And that's my dad's dad. So I'm just, you know, straight bloodline from that. Right, that thing. So you got that, you got that, so that classic country in your blood, and you know that's that's my flesh and blood. Right, but talk to me. To everybody's <laughs> surprise, I'm gonna rate 
my grandfather, Roger McGuinn, uh-huh. rate him number four. Whoa, okay. Because right, right behind George. Because I don't think he's a country singer. Yeah, they fair, did. They did fair. a country album. Uh-huh. You know, they did a country album, and they did a good job at it. I think. I think they did a good like good album. Yeah, they did a good take on the country sound, but um, I'm not gonna just let my lineage, you know. <laughs> no, 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 you can't like, take that over. That's not. I like the honesty. What it's about yeah. So honestly, like my my grandpa's not a country singer. No, I was. And I he was never was. Them, he never will be. I was listening to them today actually. And yeah. song. What's their big one? Spin, spin, spin. Is that right? Turn, turn, turn. Turn, turn, turn. Okay, yeah, yeah. Very close. I was on. Yeah. I was on it. You're uh, you're what, in the ballpark. When yeah. I was listening to that one, and I think it's early 1960s. It sounded yeah. more like the Beatles than it did like yep. classic country. Exactly. Yeah. The, well, and it's it's good. You got if you haven't heard the birds, you got to go check them out. Go check like, out the birds. Go check out my grandfather yeah. Roger McGlynn. Yep. They put out a book last year. <laughs> Let's go. Go read. <laughs> go read a book. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So my my grandfather and the birds and the band that he you know formed. They were pioneers more than anything. Yeah, you know Paving they the way. they pioneered uh, folk rock. You know they took Bob Dylan songs mm. and get, gave it the Beatles beat and mm. did some jingle jangle like twelve string guitar Rickenbacker. That they pioneered that, and that became a trend that people hopped on. And then they pioneered psychedelic rock when they Ooh. did Eight Miles High. Was that seventies? That was still in the sixties. Still in the sixties. Yeah, so they did Eight Miles High. They pioneered like a kind of psychedelic space rock sound heck yeah and that topped the charts and everybody started copying that and then 1968 graham parsons joined the band and they did sweetheart of the rodeo and then they pioneered country rock let's go and after that the eagles hopped on that boat and that's kind of where the eagles got their inspiration and a lot of you know a lot of early country rock people had a lot of inspiration from my grandfather so he is a pioneer yeah and I love that he's so versatile. And he and I are close. You know, we talk all the time. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah, awesome. He lives in Florida. Now. Very cool. Yeah, Just that's where all the best life. That's where all the old people yeah, live. Now. Yeah, probably <laughs> hanging out with Jimmy Buffett on a boat somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa, but you're old. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Well, I think he knows. <laughs> he, yeah, you know. It. If he was uh, a big deal in the '60s, he's definitely not young. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, um, they were pioneers more than anything. But as far as country singers go, yeah, four got to be number four because. You know, it's not it's not country. <laughs> these next three, <laughs> these next three might, I don't know where they're gonna land. Might, to might be honest, tip the tables a little well, bit. I, I'm not sure because we still got number one and number two. So like, I mean, it's kind of a shot in the dark at All this right. point. Here's your next one, Conway Twitty. Ooh, Conway <laughs> Twitty, underrated. <laughs> underrated. Underrated. You know, the underrated only reason I know about Conway Twitty is is because of Family Guy. <laughs> I'm serious. That just tells you all you need to know yeah, about how underrated how, he is. Yeah, for real. Conway Twitty, underrated. And since I put George straight at three and I put my granddad at four, I guess I got to put him at two. At two? Because he is an amazing country singer, uh-huh. and he didn't start off doing country music. He started out doing, like, rock and roll yeah, yeah. back in the 50s, you right. know? And then he wanted to do, like, straight-up country music, and he killed that amazing vocalist, uh... Yeah, I I got to I got to put him above George Strait. I respect I mean, it. Because I already I already put him put George Strait at 3. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Conway Conway and George Strait might like they could, could fight for the title at 2. Yeah. But honestly, you're I still, think You're still waiting for your one though. Yeah. Yeah. Conway, Conway number number 2. Number for 2. Me. I think like he's got such a pure country voice and like he has that vocal style, and I'm sure he's somebody that George Strait looked up to. And, oh like, yeah, aspired for sure. to be like. I'm sure. So. Yeah, he was paving the yeah. way for George Strait and guys yeah. like that. You know, Randy Travis and yeah. you know whatnot. But he's an, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your next one. This is where it's gonna get spicy because he's got. Uh, let's get spicy. Now you got your one and your five. So depending on where you put this guy, the other guy is gonna be at the other spot. Okay. All right. So here's All your right. next one, Hank Williams Jr. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. <laughs> gonna put him. Hank put him Hey, Junior's got to be five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang, I, I love him. If I you're watching him. right now, we don't mean it, but. <laughs> I, I love him, uh, but, you know, he didn't really, um, he didn't really, uh, like, innovate anything, I don't think. Yeah. He, he is really good at, like, capturing the style of the time. Okay. And I think he's a great vocalist, great singer, and, uh. Hank, Hank Jr., if you're seeing this, I'm sorry. A lot of people say that I look like you <laughs> yeah, on we, TikTok. I should have and... just presented it like that. And today's guest is Hank Williams Jr. Howdy, y'all. I'm Hank Jr. 
I'm Hank Jr. from 40 years ago. That's right. That's right. Came back in time. <laughs> um, no, I, I think uh, he he is a great vocalist, and he's got some good songs. But, like, honestly, it's just uh, when we're talking about all the other people we've talked about. Yeah, we've like, had some good names already. Yeah. So so here's th- your. That's where he has to go. This is, this is where, where you're left with, and this is your number one. Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings? I'm cool with him being number one. <laughs> Honestly, cool with that? I'm okay with that. If you could reorder the list now, now that you know all the names, yeah. where you put who are you putting at number one? Okay, so we got Waylon and we got George Strait. Yep. We got my grandfather. Birds. We got uh, Conway. Conway. And Waylon. And we got uh, Hank Jr. Oh, and Hank Jr. We already said Waylon, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, okay. If we're going to reorder it now that I know everybody. Yeah. Man. You like your list? Are you cool? Uh, are you cool to stay where you're at? <laughs> I feel like it's pretty good where it's at. Yeah. Honestly. You going Georgia too? I'll put Georgia too. Okay. I think that's the only thing I'm flipping. That you're around. switching around. Put Georgia two, put Conway at three. All right. And then Waylon, Waylon, uh he may not be the best singer. He's not like the best vocalist. You can hear his live singing. Yeah, yeah. And like his recordings. Like his- he he didn't have like a lot of like you know, virtuosity in his voice, but he had a feeling. Yeah. He had a passion. He, and he wrote a lot of songs and Cheers. he like, you know, he delivered it with, with this, this passion. That real oomph. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, Way- Waylon can be number one. If you put George Jones in there, in that list, George Jones would have been number one. one yeah. Always. Right. But that's too easy. Yeah. It's- <laughs> I, I knew that one about you actually. I, I decided to leave him out of the list because I knew right when you heard it, you were gonna go one. So yeah. I think George it worked Jones, out this way. I like I like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm happy with my selection. Put it down in the in the in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Put it down in the comments. Yeah. Cheers. All right, we're actually gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back in a second, talk about chicks. All right. Let's talk about some chickies. All right. So next thing we're gonna do. Talk about relationships a little bit. Okay. Talk about girls in your life. Yeah. Talk about them them exes and texas. <laughs> <laughs> All them ladies. <laughs> All them lady folk. Okay. So here's your first question. Okay. Oh, I got to change that one, actually. Hold up. Don't you all change anything on my account, man. <laughs> all right, I got it. All right, here is your first question. What's the fastest way to a musician's heart? Ooh. Fastest way to a musician's heart. Honestly... I think like food, <laughs> and <laughs> I know it sounds kind of kind of funny, but like if, if if you can you can give me some food, mm-hmm. that's like that speaks the world to me. Like if yeah. you care enough to give me a meal, <laughs> yeah. Because on, a lot of the time when you're a musician, you're playing all over the place. You're, you're gigging out. You know, you're doing all this and that. You're you know, driving all over the place. You don't have time to stop and have a meal. Right. If somebody hands you a sandwich or gives you a burrito or just anything, like, yeah. honestly, that means a lot to me. I'm not going to lie, Jimmy. You sound a little homeless right now. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm telling you. Cheeseburger, like it maybe a little pocket change. Be totally appreciated. <laughs> it, it ain't. Uh, it ain't. <laughs> Uh, it ain't too glamorous a lot of the time being yeah, a musician, no. you know. People don't get that though. Being a musician is not that glamorous a lot of the time because right. you got to be like, you got to be traveling a lot. You got to be playing late nights, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of hours, like playing for drunk people and stuff. Yeah, you're catering toward an audience. Yeah. People, so, I think people forget a lot of times, you know, it does seem like, oh, it'd be so fun to be a musician, yeah. but you're on the road a lot. You yeah. know, if you got family, you're probably not seeing them a whole lot. Yeah. You're definitely not cooking for yourself. You're not, you don't have a kitchen in front of you, especially on a tour bus. There's a lot of things, a lot of caveats to being a musician. It's, that, a, it's hard work. Yeah, it definitely it's is. It's hard work, man. And like, but hey, we appreciate it because we need that music to drink to. <laughs> you need that, you need that energy going. I guess, uh, you know, the other thing for a musician, I guess, is like somebody else who like has passion and has like creativity. Okay. Does know? it have to be in music or like, what if she's, it doesn't have what to if be she's music. a painter? No, yeah, I think if you if you share a common like creative thread yep. together, then it'll work out. Right. Cheers. You know, as long as uh, as long as y'all are both passionate about what you do and you, uh, yeah, you you want to create something that yeah. will last and you know go beyond yourself. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's something we can all connect on for sure on an artistic level. So. so you're you're looking for a creative gal who can make you a burrito. <laughs> 
I mean, that's like, yeah. <laughs> that's like dream. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Right there. Burrito and uh, the creativity. Yeah. I mean, what else do you a little, need? A little pottery maybe yeah. in the basement or something. <laughs> pottery. They put the burritos in. Yeah, you know? there like you go. Make a little pot for the yeah. burrito. There you go. Or make a burrito out of clay. Don't eat it, though. Don't I eat might it. have to eat it. We'll see. Go be salty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd have to say about that. All right. Here is your next relationship question. Does playing in a band have its benefits with the lady folk? I would say so. Yeah. Um, you know, you're on stage. Everybody's looking at you. Yeah. And you kind of have to be okay with that idea of, like, everybody's going to pay attention to me. Right. No matter what. You're the center of attention. You are the center of attention. And, you know, you have to be that kind of person to do this kind of job. Would you say you are that guy? Like, you like the attention? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. I love being, I love being <laughs> center stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so yeah, I would say that um, it it definitely benefits. Like you know, you you play an hour set and then you do your set break and yeah. you go to the bar to you know like grab another drink or something. Coors banquet, and of course <laughs> Coors banquet every time. <laughs> and of course, women are gonna come up to you. Like in my experience, it's always like they're coming up to you like, hey, like I saw you playing out there. Like you know, like what are you doing after? Like, oh yeah, you nice. Know? Like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's an, I think like people in general, whether you're male or female or whatever, like they want an icebreaker or like a reason to talk to you yeah. if they're attracted to you yeah. and being a musician is just the easiest thing True, because there's an instant icebreaker where it's like, oh yeah, I was playing on stage and you have a reason to come talk to me now because you saw me playing on stage. Right. You know? Yeah, perfect. So it perfect just it breaks the, the ice instantly. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a very common thing, you know. Cheers. Cheers yeah. to the lady folk who like country music, too. Yeah. We love all, you. All them country ladies. <laughs> here's to you. Here's to you. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your next one. Would you ever date a girl that chews? That chews? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've never I've never been into, into dipping myself. Right. I've, I've never... Gotten into that, but it's never turned me off. You know? So if some girl has but, a hammer in, you're like, oh, nah. she's still cute. I'd I'd bring her home. As long as she's not like spitting in my mouth or something. No, nah, she won't. <laughs> she's not doing that. She's got her. Yeah. She's got her spit jug with Honestly, her. Honestly, like, there's not a lot of women that do that. No, so that, that which is why it's a, such a curveball. It's like it would be a, a huge curveball. Yeah, and, but yeah. I'd be okay with it. Honestly, it might turn me on a little bit. Really? A little bit. Just because it's so weird and so out of left field. Because women don't do that. They very don't often. do that. No. No. And uh, honestly, like men don't do that that much anymore. Not really. It's it's a dying fashion. Yeah, and like, and I don't know, know if it was even a fashion ever for women. <laughs> like, it was never no, cool. No, it was never like a thing that women did. But you don't mind it. I don't mind it. I would be interested in it. I'd be like, that's cool. I mean, I wouldn't want her to like do anything weird with me about it. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I, I don't think it would turn me off at all. But <laughs> cheers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honestly, man. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, so I've funny. never gotten into that myself. But right. No hate to anybody. Right. That enjoys do, it and do your thing. Hey, if if you're if you're a hot ass babe that's dipping. And, <laughs> You know, you don't spit on me, then that's fine. Let's, let's go. God, your standards are so high, Jim. <laughs> Give me a burrito. Yeah. Don't spit on me. And if you chew, that's fine. Just don't spit on me. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's definitely going on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok time. <clears throat> All right, here's your next one. Okay. How important is it that your girl gets along with your mother? Well, me, me and my mama are really close, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, she she and I have a good relationship and uh I think I think if my if my mama really like didn't like a woman I was seeing yeah. and she was like seeing a lot of red flags, I would definitely take that into account. Interesting. Because uh I think she she really does know the best for me. Like throughout my life she's only had she's had nothing but good intentions for me. And, of course. Like, looked yeah. out for me my entire life. She had me when she was twenty two years old. Okay. You know? So so pretty young. We're like kind of close, closer in age than a lot of moms and sons, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, I think if she if she was like really to to tell me like, hey, you should like not <laughs> back off on this one. But not not that I would like like do whatever she said, but I would definitely take her advice into account. Yep. Because she's given me a lot of good advice from like other relationships I've had. 
And, uh, yeah, she's always been there for me. And honestly, like every, every girl that has gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm going to take you home to mama yeah. and have you meet her. They're going <laughs> to, they're going <laughs> to, they're going to get along because she's gotten to that point where right. I'm like, I feel like you and my mom would get along. Right. You know? I'm not going to bring just like any random person to, to see your mom. Right. Know? Exactly. So, they do uh, say the your mother is the first girl to ever love you. So yep. you got to know that she's got good intentions for you. You got to trust her advice, even yeah. when it doesn't seem like it, or you think, no, she doesn't know this girl like I do. You know, we've had a connection, and she doesn't yeah. understand it because she's not there for the conversations. Uh huh. Y- you got to trust that motherly instinct. They really do know what they're talking they about. They do know what's they're, best, and like yeah. you try to think, like, oh yeah, like I know what I'm doing. I know what's going on with yeah, my I'm life. And 25. I know what I'm doing. Then they'll like drop some shit on you. And you're and like, I don't know like, anything. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Actually, <laughs> right. <laughs> actually you do know what's yeah. best for me. Cause you're, you're you, pretty smart. you, you like grew me in your yeah. body and <laughs> pushed me out. Let's and... talk about that more. Let's talk about, let's talk about birth. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about birth? No, now? No. Is that where this is going? <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's your next question for relationships. Have you ever dated a cowgirl? I've never dated like a straight up cowgirl. Right. You know, I've dated or like hung out with plenty of cowgirls, cowgirls who, you know, like to wear the boots, love country music, you know. like. Are you saying like fake cowgirls kind of? Is that the quotations? Quotations. I think in order to be a cowgirl or a cowboy, for that matter, you got to work on a ranch. That, yeah. On a ranch, you got to work in that lifestyle. Right. That's like how you make your money mm-hmm. is doing that. That's a real and cowboy. That's a real cowboy or a real cowgirl. It's yeah. like you're you're working the ranch. You're like, you know, working the land. You're dealing with cattle. You're like doing all the dirty work that comes with it. Yep. So, you know, to say cowgirl just because they put on some boots and some shorts and, you know, like mm-hmm. a little hat. I don't think that's a cowgirl really. No, not really. Um it's more of like a wannabe cowgirl a little bit. Yeah. Which I is mean, fine. We don't have an issue with that. No, we don't. There's and a, There's a place in our heart for you, too. But <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing I'll say about myself is that I will never call myself a cowboy. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have the appearance of a cowboy because, like, first yeah. time we met, and I actually wrote the template for you, mm-hmm. it was very cowboy, mm-hmm. you know, kind of affiliated. Cowboy. And centric. then when we had talked again, you were like, you know what, That's I'm not, I don't really want to take any of that credit because, like you said, though, musician, not the most glamorous life ever always yeah. sometimes kind of idolized a little bit yeah. same thing with cowboys and cowgirls exactly. it's like oh man cowboys are so attractive and they you know do all that like they do all this work and you know they're built uh-huh. their life is not gr- glamorous either all the time no. they're picking up a lot, a lot of, of a lot hard. of animals poop and and work in the fields you it's know a like a hard grueling yeah work. they're grinders for sure yeah up, up early up late that's why i never call myself a cowboy if yeah. people ask me if i'm a cowboy i tell them no i'm not a cowboy no i'm a country music singer that's right and that was different. And, you know, from the dawn of time, you know, since the 30s when music started being commercialized, country singers have worn cowboy attire right. to show that they're, like, in a Western thing. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm working the ranch every day. It <laughs> no. just means that I sing country music. <laughs> right. You know? And that's very different. And I have a lot of respect for people that do work as cowboys. And, yeah, for sure. And I, I have a little experience with that, too. You know? Yeah, you have worked. You work for a ranch every now and then, right? Yeah, you, you kind of do. There's a, little a bit ranch of... down in two back, a spear three that I work for every now and then, just to, you know, help them out. Uh, yeah. The uh, get some the, writing material. The <laughs> other, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, man. The the other part owner of it, uh, he's too old to work the ranch anymore. Okay. So my my buddy who runs it, you know, like the other half owner of it needs help, and so. I'll come down there like every now and then and help them out with the cattle and everything. Right on. They got, it's not a big operation. They got like maybe 30 head of cattle. Okay. So but, not, uh, nothing crazy, but. but anyway, when people call me a cowboy, just cause I wear a cowboy hat, Yeah. you know, like I have to correct them and be like, I'm not a cowboy. Yeah. This is not how I make my money. I'm a country music singer. Right. I'm a musician. Yeah. I'm an and artist. A too. lover of burritos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, you know, I've never actually dated a cowgirl, like a true cowgirl who has like... How about a fake cowgirl? Yeah, there's been plenty of those. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, uh, I've never dated a true cowgirl who's like, I work on the ranch and this is my life and that's what I do and that's how I make my money. I respect it. Yeah. I like the honesty too. Yeah. All right, here's your last question for relationships. 
Is it attractive when a woman is musically talented? I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Um, when a woman can, like, you know, hear a song that you're singing and harmonize with you or, like, you know, knows a lot about music or is into it, um, I think I think it is very attractive. But I think, like, a lot of a lot of women that are creative in that way. Like I just, I haven't been able to have a real relationship with them because they're so far into their own creative thing mm. and into their own world and yeah. into their own music, you know, and they're like trying to, you know, pop themselves off and right. do, do their own thing. And I'm on my own trajectory and I'm got to do my own thing. You know, like I just think two, two extremely creative people together don't usually work out. Because it's just so volatile and like so right. You're very independent, especially when you're working on something that you're you're you might not be making a ton of money on, but it's your passion. You're gonna invest yeah. so much time and so much energy into a field like that. Yeah. What do you think about uh, like a relationship like Tim McGraw and Faith Hill? Like, do you think that's impressive? Because they both had their own careers going and they came together yeah. and then they made it work. I mean, they're still together, so yeah. You know, I <laughs> I don't know the the behind the scenes of their whole relationship. Yeah, no, same. Or I don't think many but people do, but I think that uh, I mean it seems to work for them, and yeah. they're able to put that aside. I think like if you if you meet somebody who's on your creative level, and you guys both agree to like, you know, find kind of a balance. Yeah. With each other, and like not feel like it's a competition. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a, where another goes, thing yeah, with a lot of artists quick. is like there's this competition factor. And if you're able to really have a beautiful and healthy relationship of like we're both creating things together. Mm. Separately, but together. Separately, but to, but we're together. Right. And that's beautiful. But It is impressive. Very impressive, actually. I've never been able to do that with anybody because every woman I've, you know, seen who's a musician, it's uh, – it's just been too much of a clash of personality mm, in my experience. So you've dated a girl who's a musician. Yeah. And it was kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because, uh, yeah, it's like everybody, you know, you and her are both like trying to pursue the same thing. You're trying to reach the same mountaintop, but you're like separate. Right. And if you're not in a band together, yeah, it's a little weird. Which can also you know? be toxic too. You hear about a lot yeah. of bands that, you know, Lead singer, lead singer, or lead guitarist, lead singer, or married, dating, whatever. Yeah. Once the band breaks up, that's kind of like your bond a little bit. Like, that's exactly. kind of what brought you together. It kind of hurts yeah. the foundation. So, so a little, little dangerous to date a co-band member. Yeah, it's a little weird. I think, like, yeah, if you're if you're not, like, together with it, you're not, like, trying to reach yeah. the same goal together. Right. It can be a competition because... Being an artist is a very competitive thing. You're, You're constantly looking at what other people are right. doing, what other people like, what's making things work for them, yeah, and what's like happening for other people. And I think, like, in in my experience, like being with another creative person, another artistic person, like, it, there's some clash, like some there conflict. definitely like, can be for sure. Like, oh, you have more people at your show than my show. Yeah, dangerous, you know? dangerous waters to be swimming thing. in. So, I think. Uh, for me, you know, I, <laughs> it is attractive, I, but you don't, you don't see yourself pursuing it. Maybe. It's attractive, but it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah. And I think I prefer somebody who's not in the game yeah. at all. A chef. We're looking yeah. for a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, yeah. Someone who's not in the game. Yeah. yeah. I respect it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we just took a little bit of a break. Got, uh, got everything set up, but we finished up with relationships. Now we're going to dive into a uh, Jim McGuinn original. He's going to be playing some music for us. First time we've ever done live music on the podcast. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to hear it. Should I get my lighter? Yeah. Get, get that ready. <laughs> get that ready just in case. Just in case it really just in case it I, goes uh, really well. I really blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is, this is a song I wrote. It's called Diamond Ring. It's based on a true story that my buddy told me about uh, how he had to go and return his wedding ring Dang. He, he proposed to a girl with he had to go return it to a Zales or whatever because it, it didn't work didn't work out she gave it back to him he had to go return it because he had a payment plan on it Dang. So, who, so who says diamonds a girl's best friend <laughs> not all the time not always yeah so yeah the song's called diamond ring i wrote that inspired by my buddy billy 
as I walked across the marble floor and ceiling hung so high. I made my way through the crowd to say my last goodbye to the ring that I had bought her and saved my money for. I did my best to hold back tears as I opened up the door. I must return her diamond ring and all the hopes my life would bring. Now this whole store can feel the sting. I've lost my love and her diamond ring. Jimmy! <laughs> I should have grabbed my letter. That was awesome. That was so good. Thank you, thank you. It, that's yeah. a real sad one, rather. That's a good one, though. I like it. it, it I think it, it speaks to a country audience for sure. Yeah. You know, they, they, they eat that up because... Not every single relationship ends in, uh, you know, you know, flowers and rainbows, and it's all perfect. Sometimes, Not always a happy ending. Sometimes you got to bring back the diamond ring, and <laughs> nobody ever talks about that. Yeah, I just uh, he told me that story. He was like, I had to go return the diamond ring that I bought her, and it was the You're most. Like I'm gonna make a song out of that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, he told me he was like, it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. I had to go return it, and the the. You know, the girl at the counter was just like, I'm so sorry. That is tough. Because he didn't have to say anything, but she knew. You right. Know? When you're returning a diamond ring. It's pretty obvious all what's she going said, on. <laughs> all she said was just like, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. And he said that was like one of the most embarrassing and like sad moments of his life. And I was like, that's a great country song. That is a good song. <laughs> Cheers. So, so if anything, you benefited out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got his permission to write that. and uh, Cool, dude. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out Billy. If you're watching right now, we appreciate you, boss. Hey, Billy Guns. Yep. <laughs> he, he plays guitar in my band, and uh, he's, he's a good dude. Should we do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. I think the people want it. All right. This is a, this is a song me and my buddy Wes wrote about... Um, Getting kicked out of a Chili's and getting arrested. <laughs> all right. Yeah, called, we've, we've all called, been there. <laughs> it's called whiskey for dinner, Let's, jail for dessert. Let's go. I walked into that Chili's looking for some company. <laughs> I came into some money and I had to set it free. It ain't the kind of hangout I'd usually be seen But no one else would let me in So it's where I had to be <laughs> I pulled me up a stool and said I'll buy everyone around I was making new friends left and right I was happy as a clown They handed me a menu My appetite just frowned I haven't Eating all day long, so why should I start now? <laughs> I had whiskey for dinner and jail for dessert. Started with a couple shots, now I'm face down in the, the dirt. dirt. Yeah. The appetizer did me in, and the main course made it hurt. I had whiskey for dinner and jail for dessert. I had whiskey for dinner in jail for dessert. <laughs> Jimmy, you got me all riled up. Dude, that was awesome. That was so fun. We're going to have to start doing that more often, but I don't think any of the girls that come over play music. <laughs> Maybe we'll just play some like Usher or something they can sing along. Yeah. <laughs> You know, musical guest, it always adds a little, a little element. A <laughs> little, little oomph to it. A little oomph. Hell yeah. That was so fun, man. Shout out. Check out Jim McGuinn on uh, Spotify. And oh, yeah. what are you on? Okay. Should I do a little? Yeah, little do, a little, do a little spiel to wrap up, and then we'll, uh, we'll cut it, and then we'll do the last games. Okay. 
All right, you can find me on TikTok, Jim.McGuinn. You can find me on Instagram, Jim.McGuinn. You can find me uh, Facebook, I guess. I'm still on there. I don't know. Are you on Spotify, Apple, anything like that? No, I don't have anything released yet. Dude, you got to release some stuff. Dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I'm yeah, working yeah. on it. Maybe we can put some pressure on it right now. Jim McGuinn's going to have those songs on yeah. Spotify in a month. Okay. You got it? Let's try it again. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. All right. Well, that was that was Jim McGuinn. You can find him on Spotify and Apple Music in a month. So go check him out. And he's also, you're on Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Jim.McGuinn. I'm on TikTok, Jim.McGuinn. Yep. M-C-G-U-I-N-N. Uh, I'll be I'll be around, you know. Yeah, stay tuned. I got music coming out. Yeah. Thank you so much. Get used to this face because you're going to be seeing him on posters, baby. Scoop. Woo! <laughs> oh, that's that's cut quick. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. All right. Next thing we're gonna do, we're going to play a game. We're it's playing called, a game. It's called What Show Is Better. Okay. So I'm gonna give you two shows. You're gonna tell me out of those two which one you'd rather watch. Sounds good. Are you ready? I think I can handle that. I, I think you got this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me. All right, here's your first one. Okay. The Wonder Years or Family Ties. I don't know either of them. No way. All. I don't know either uh, of them. What's his name? Fred Savage? The Wonder Years is from like, uh, I think it's from like the 70s. Maybe the 60s. It's an OG uh, show. You know that guy? Wonder Years. Wonder Years? We'll do Wonder Years. We'll go with Wonder that. Years. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I haven't watched either of those shows, but. But it feels like Wonder yeah, Years might be It feels be like more... Wonder Years is more up my alley. <laughs> yeah, okay. cheers. All right, here's your next one. That 70s show or Freaks and Geeks? Oh, that's hard. You know both of those. I know both of those. I'm very uh, intimate with both of them. It's hard for me. It's it's hard for me. Be- <laughs> it's hard for me because that '70s show got really bad towards the end. By the end of it. By the end of it, it, it was like off. not good. A little bit, but it was like so good for like a good six like seasons, four five seasons, five yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah for it sure. was like really good. Right, and then it got really bad. Whereas Freaks and Geeks is a one, one season. season thing. So it's tough to compare the two, honestly. It's hard to compare the two. But. But. You gotta. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take, if one of them had to be erased from history. Yeah. Which one are you erasing? I would erase Freaks and Geeks. So you take that 70s show. I would take that 70s show because there's like more good like moments from that. Like as yeah. far as like, you know, the yeah. the span of that show. Yeah. Like it was good for longer of time. And I, I do think Freaks and Geeks got the short end of the stick. They like, totally did. They should have had more seasons of that. I would have loved to see more seasons of that. I'm going to tell you, when I watched Freaks and Geeks for the first time, I was a sophomore in high school, and I had just torn my ACL and my meniscus. Yeah. So I was home on the couch for two weeks. You know, I'm not, the only times I'm getting up is to use the bathroom yeah. and take a shower. I'm sitting on the couch. I see that there's this show called Freaks and Geeks. It's got Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, yeah. James Franco, like all these huge names. All the big names. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's got... how they all got their start. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I was like, how did I not know about this show? Like, how did I yeah. How did I never come across it? So then I watched it. I watched the entire first season in one, like a day because yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm laying on the couch, <laughs> right? So then I get to the end of the season. I'm like, let's go. Season two, let's load it up. No, season two. No, season two. And it broke Isn't my- that heartbreaking? Broke my as, 16-year-old as heart, that- dude. Oh, it's uh, the worst. I was it's like killed. They they deserved a second season. They one hundred percent deserved a second season. I heard uh, an interview with Seth Rogen where he like he, he like was like cussing out the the manager of like whatever television company. Yeah, yeah. That was studio director or whatever. Yeah, the studio director, like whoever was in charge of like not whether shows continue or right, not. Right. I I heard an interview where he like cussed him out in person. <laughs> really? Because he was like. Freaks and Geeks should have like kept going. That show is yeah. if you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks, you gotta check it out. But if you haven't show. seen that seventy show either, because that's the one you went with. That seventy show. And uh you stay tuned for that eighties show. Yeah, that ninety show. That nineties show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, ninety yeah. that eighties show was like a yeah. one season thing. Yeah, that I don't we, think it really we don't talk made about. It. Yeah, no. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> but one. that that nineties show is happening on Netflix. Yeah. I think that's about to happen. All right, <laughs> here's your next uh shows to to banter okay. on. Seinfeld or Friends? I've never seen Friends. Ever? I've never seen one episode of Friends. Really? And I... That's crazy. I am, like, committed to never seeing an episode of Friends. Really? It's, like, part of you. Yeah, I'm just not going <laughs> to watch it. Why? I'm just not going to do it. It's a great show. It's probably... Actually, you know what, Jimmy? It's probably not up your alley. <laughs> it's not really your type of show. I don't think it would, it would uh, suit me. 
How do you like? I, how do you like Yellowstone? You watch that show? I like Yellowstone. Yeah, I've it's only not seen like the that first at all. season. <laughs> I've only seen the first season. Okay, of I've seen like the first three episodes. I just started it. I, I'm just getting on the Yellowstone. You're getting in like, the Yellowstone yeah. train. I didn't realize they had like four yeah. or five seasons already. Yeah, six maybe. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, but you're I, taking you're taking Seinfeld then. I would have to take Seinfeld because I've seen more episodes of Seinfeld. I don't even like Seinfeld that much either, though. Really? If I'm being real with you. Is that not your type of humor? The only sitcom I really like is that 70s show. It's a great show. Like, the only, like, sitcom where there's, like, sets and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, crowd laughter and stuff. But right. How that, about your mother? Never watched Never seen it? Never seen it. How about, um, it's another sitcom. Uh, oh. Come on, guy. <laughs> Always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, you like that? Always well, sunny? that's different. I think that's that's, I, that's sitcomy though. I have it's seen not, I've seen all of not all of Always Sunny, but I've seen like most of Always Sunny. Yeah, and I love Always Sunny. How, it's hard, but not there's to. no laugh track. There's no like true. That is, it's not really. It's a not like a set. No, kind of. It's, it's not. not like it's not like, like it's not like the three camera classic sitcom. Yeah, you know, and I love Always Sunny. I do. Home Improvement. Never, never really watched Home Improvement. Jimmy, right? come on now. <laughs> I haven't seen Home Improvement. That's that. That's that OG Tim Allen. I know. Yeah, I just, I never. <laughs> Got to get on that show. I was on that show for a while. That was a good poll. All right, here's your next one. Okay. The Office or Arrested Development? I've not seen that much Arrested Development, but I have seen all The Office. Yeah. And I particularly like the like the early seasons of The Office. Yeah, like the basketball episode. And yeah, like, like the Diversity early, Day. The early stuff yeah. where it was still kind of edgy. Yeah, very, before, very, very edgy. Before they got like too like neutered with everything. Yeah, PC you know? neutered. I like that yeah. better. Spaded. <laughs> so uh, The Office. Obviously. Okay. I got to take The Office. Cheers. I would have gone with The Office yeah. too. Honestly, I, I'm going to go through these as well. I, I'd go Wonder Years. I'm going to go Freaks and Geeks. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. I'm gonna it's go, a great show, but I'm gonna go it's just not enough of it. Nah, yeah. I, I, that is tough because it's one season. Yeah. But I'm still taking Freaks and Geeks. And then I'm going to go The Office, and then we're caught up. So here's your next one. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Cops or Doug the Bounty Hunter? <laughs> like cops, like the, the video yeah. camera cop show. What you going to do? What you going to do when <laughs> they come? What you going to do when, when they, they come, come for you? Bad boys. Bad boys. You taking uh, cops or Doug the Bounty Hunter? Dog or Doug? Doug the Bounty Hunter. Doug? It's Doug. And I'm taking Doug the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> You're taking the Bounty Hunter? I'm taking the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Do you think it's real? I don't think it's real at all. That's why I like it. Because <laughs> I think it's all fantasy. I think it's like... All right, we got Jake behind the camera, our sound guy. We don't have a camera on him today, but he loves Doug. He loves the Bounty Hunter. My man. <laughs> My man, but he, but he also he also thinks it's real though. It's not real. It is not real, but that's why I love it. I think it's just fantastical. Like yeah, it's fun. Just it's just so fucking hilarious. It is fun. It's it's good comedy. It is it's good. good comedy. Good It is very clearly written. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's definitely written. It's yeah. like the WWE though. Like if you let yourself yeah. believe it, 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 it takes away a little yeah. bit. It's called the. Uh, if you think Doug Bounty Hunter's real, you're dumb. It, it's called the uh, what do you, what do you call that? The uh, willing suspension of disbelief. Yeah, that's Will, willing good, good song suspension title of too. That's, yeah. Have you ever thought about making a song about that? Uh, you know, maybe we could make a song where it's like you have the willing a willing uh, suspension of disbelief, disbelief about you actually loving me <laughs> yeah. when you don't. There you go. You love the idea of me, not we're, who I actually we, am. We've been pretty philosophical in this episode. I like it. I do too. Let's go to Socrates. <laughs> Is that a city in Italy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that in Italy? No, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Socrates next. Yeah, yeah, That's the next yeah. guest. He's the next guest next next week. Next dude episode. Next time. <laughs> We're going to talk to Socrates. <laughs> All right, here's your last show. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Letter Kenny or Trailer Park Boys? Trailer Park Boys. You big T. All yeah. I love Trailer Park Boys. But to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of Letter Kenny. I feel like you'd like that show. I feel like I would like it too. It's like I can just, Canadian cowboy hockey, yeah. you know, kind of vibe. I just, I just haven't seen it. I haven't gotten into it. Right. Um, but Trailer Park Boys is one of my favorite shows of all time, and <laughs> right. I love Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> like, shout yeah. out TPB. Yeah, I had a couple of buddies in uh, in college who watched that show religiously. Like, yeah. watched it every night. So I got into it a little bit. Never, never watched it all the way through, but I get why people like it a lot. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
All right. Last thing we're going to do today, cute or cringe. That's how it works. I'm going to give you a prompt. You're going to tell me cute, you like it, or cringe, you don't like it. Okay. Here's your first one. Jason Aldean. Cringe. Cringe Cringe as hell. Talk to me. Uh, It's just that, like, radio country, you know, like, you know, like, overly polished, overproduced song writing doesn't really mean anything that much. Right. Yeah, cringe. So just, like, too mainstream, too... Too poppy. It's not yeah. really country music. It's to not you. country music to me. Okay. Yeah. That's right. cringe. Here's your next one. Cute or cringe? Carrying a pocket knife. Carrying a pocket knife? Uh, no, that's cute. That's you cute. Know? Yeah, I think <laughs> a, a pocket knife can always come in handy. A hundred percent. You never know when you might need it, and uh, I'd rather be the guy that has it and doesn't need it than the guy that needs it and doesn't, doesn't have, have it. it. Right. So I agree with that. I think. Yeah. Growing up in, uh, you know, kind of suburbs of Minnesota, you know, we're out in the woods a little bit. I, I got a feel for for what it means to kind of carry on a pocket knife and the importance of it. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm, you know, kind of what we were talking about before. I'm not a cowboy. I don't I don't need it on a day-to-day basis. But yeah. like you said, I'd rather have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. Yep. And if, if there's a lady that carries a pocket knife around, then and choose. She, she's a keeper. <laughs> she's a keeper. Because she <laughs> she is thinking of solutions. Yeah, yeah. She's thinking three steps she's ahead. Think, th- she's thinking ahead. She right? might just save your life. She just might. <laughs> we, we'll find out. <laughs> if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's your next one. Cute or cringe? Daisy Dukes. Uh, Cute. 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 I think yeah. Daisy Dukes are classic. Are you Dukes a hazard uh, guy? I do love Dukes of Hazard. Cheers. I, I I grew up watching Dukes of Hazard, and I think, you know, short, just like short jean shorts is like it's never gonna not look good. Right. I think. Yeah. How how could it not? It's just yeah. It'll never just, go out of fashion either. That's just a fact of life. It's just it's classic like Coca Cola yeah. or Heinz ketchup. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's something that is gonna be there forever, and it's always gonna be good. Right. Yeah. So, I, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying, actually. I'm I'm right there with you. Here's your next one. Cuter cringe, tailgating. Tailgating? Honestly, I'm going to go with cringe on this one. <laughs> Talk to me. I'm going to go with cringe on this one because <laughs> tailgating is usually just like, you know, it's all about the game and it's all about like hot dogs and it's all about like beer. And what, I mean, nothing against all that stuff. Like, mm. I love all that shit, but... It just, uh, it feels a little shallow to me. Like, mm. you're not, it's not about music, you know? It's not about the music. It's about the game. Mm. And maybe, like, you know, I don't care about the game as much as other people do. But That uh, might be the area lacking a little bit for you. Like, yeah. if you don't care about the game, tailgating really does not have that much of an appeal. It doesn't have that much of an appeal. Because that's what it's all about. Me. You go there, you sit outside the stadium, you make hot dogs, you drink yeah. beer, you sit yeah. with your friends, you watch the game. If if the game is not the appeal to you, there's no reason to tailgate. You can sit at home and do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I have nothing against the game. And, like, you know, I'll go watch it. But it's just, you know, I'm more about music. Like, if I'm going to be, like, Roasting hot dogs outside a stadium, I would hope that like Jimmy Buffett is playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, on Monday, I want something that <laughs> we can all, all right. <laughs> yeah, like I, I want, I want to hear some like some country music. Yeah, and uh, would you yeah. classify Jimmy Buffett as his country? Jimmy Buffett is like borderline. He's like country. Pacific. Like he's like. He's like, it, you got to be on a pond too. He's Atlantic. He's yeah, like Atlantic. Florida. Yeah. He's, fun. he's, he's Arctic. He, <laughs> We're just naming all the oceans now. <laughs> he's Arctic. Uh, he is doing the Arctic plunge. Yeah, yeah. Check no, him out on tour. Jimmy Jimmy Buffett is uh, a Florida guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he's like got that kind of. But he does dabble in country a little uh, bit. He does. He's got and a feel for it. I do think that he has written some great country songs and he has recorded some great country songs. Five o'clock but, somewhere, one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, him and Alan Jackson killed that song. It's five o'clock Clock somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. What would Jimmy Buffett do? I'll tell you what I do. <laughs> I said, "Pour me something <laughs> tall and strong, make it a hurricane <laughs> before, before I go, go insane." <laughs> it's only half yeah, past twelve, but, but I, don't I don't care. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Man, yeah. this has been a very musical episode. I love it. Yeah, we're. <laughs> You know, you get a you get a musician in here, yeah, and everything right. goes to hell. Yeah, right. You're, you're one of them crazies. <laughs> I'm a crazy man. I'm a I'm insane. Yeah, I'm insane in the membrane. I don't know where my mind is. <laughs> 
All right, here's your last cuter cringe. Girls who ride Harleys. Ooh. Honestly? Yep. I haven't met too many of them. Hmm. I think they're a very rare breed. Is that attractive but to you? Or honestly, it... that's cute as Yeah, you kind of like the uh, outside of the norm. Edgy. Like, yeah, like yeah, outside like, of the norm, yeah. a little edgy. Riding a Harley, leather jacket, spitting some Copenhagen on the street. I would. <laughs> if she brings me a burrito. Then we're, <laughs> yeah, man, she then takes we're, a burrito. We're done. A frozen burrito. Uh, <laughs> no, I think like, I think that is cute. I think that's definitely like, but it's very uncommon, you know? I yeah. don't think like. Most women don't ride motorcycles. Not really. And the ones that do, like, how many of them ride a Harley? Not many. Not a lot. Yeah. It's a very, like, small minority, and I think any woman that rides a Harley Davidson. Yeah. I don't know if she'd be into me, like, being this, like, country <laughs> singer guy. You don't guy. think so? Like, maybe. I mean, it's anything's possible, but, like, you know, I think... Uh, She'd probably be looking for somebody a little bit more hardcore and a little bit more uh, rough and tumble than maybe I. Maybe a little more biker gang, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, definitely turn on. Like so You're saying cute, though. I'm saying cute. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to vote cute on that. Cheers. Shout out Biker Girls if you're interested in Jim McGuinn over here. Yeah. Feel free to slide into his DMs. We'll be having a, his, <laughs> his, his Instagram tag is going to be in the, comment, or in, the, in the description, so make sure to check that out. But that was actually your last cuter cringe, so that wraps up our episode today. All right. <laughs> Cheers, should, we do, buddy. should we do something else or are we good? <laughs> We're cooling. We got time. Okay. I'm, I'm going to close this out right now. Thanks, guys, for watching. We appreciate you being here. Jimmy, I appreciate you coming, man. It was a fun day. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> Cheers. We'll catch you next Monday. Peace. <laughs>